Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello. And welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. Obviously, important and significant events are occurring throughout the world, and they are impacting investing quite significantly. The stock market has been volatile for some time, but the current volatility is especially troublesome, and it reflects the state of the world. The Russian war against Ukraine, first and foremost, has caused a humanitarian nightmare for the Ukrainian people, and that is sad. The impact of the war, however, goes far beyond Ukrainian borders. We will consider how the world, the economy in general, and the stock market specifically may manage the situation. Prior to the war, the world was still dealing with economic issues caused by COVID-19. Gas and energy prices were rising. Supply chain issues contributed to shortages and price inflation. The potential for rising interest rates was a cause for concern, and a variety of other issues added to economic concerns. Then Russia invaded Ukraine, and the already existing issues worsened. Let's focus on a few of the key areas that are causing economic problems. To deter Russian aggression, the United States and a number of allies imposed devastating economic sanctions on Russia. The sanctions produced both good and bad news. The good news, the sanctions were successful in that they disrupted the Russian economy. The value of the Russian ruble, its currency, dropped substantially. The Russian stock market fell and was closed. There were runs on Russian banks and shortages of Russian products. The Russian economy is in trouble. You would normally expect this to deter Putin's aggression. The bad news is that the impact of sanctions had no effect on Putin's war actions. The war persists and there is no solution in sight. Sometimes it seems that a resolution may be in the works. And that has been followed by more Russian acts of aggression. What economic fallout can we expect as a result of this war? Expect continued rising gas prices. The United States and a number of other countries have banned the import of Russian oil. This will cause the need for additional supplies, and some producing countries may hold out for higher prices. This will cause inflationary pressures. Ukraine and Russia have been called the breadbasket of Europe. Together, they provide about 25% of the world's wheat and half of its sunflower products, including seeds and oil. Ukraine is also a global supplier of corn. According to experts, a prolonged war and shortages could double worldwide wheat prices. Humanitarian concerns could cause the United States to export some amount of wheat, corn, and other products to those in need. Another factor is natural gas. Russia is a major supplier, if not the biggest supplier of natural gas to the world. It has threatened to withhold supplies, and natural gas prices are rising. Natural gas is used to produce two 
nitrogen-based fertilizers, ammonia and urea. Fertilizers are obviously used to produce food. Higher natural gas prices cause higher fertilizer prices, which causes higher food prices. As prices rise, consumers who can tend to hoard food, which causes shortages, and that can increase prices. When shortages are combined with the factors we just discussed, you have a recipe for higher and maybe substantially higher inflation. Higher inflation can prompt the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates. All bad news for the U.S. economy and the stock market. In prior sessions, we discussed the electric vehicle industry. We noted that a number of materials used to produce EVs come from outside of the United States, and some were in short supply prior to the invasion. These materials include nickel. It is an ingredient in lithium-ion batteries that power electric cars. Russia is a major supplier of nickel. Nickel has hit record prices on the London Metal Exchange. Russia has announced a ban of exports of some commodities until December 31st. In addition to exporting nickel, it also exports palladium and aluminum. An extended ban could throw global commodity markets into total disarray. This could have a major impact on the growth of the electric vehicle industry in the United States, as well as numerous other industries. You can see from this relatively brief description of the potential impact of the Russian-Ukrainian situation that the economic impact could be devastating. And we didn't consider the impact of a protracted war on the people of Ukraine. As we said, this is already a humanitarian disaster. If the sanctions continue to devastate the Russian economy, the Russian people, who do not necessarily support Putin's actions, could also become victims of a humanitarian disaster. This is a tragedy that could get much worse. Back to the stock market. It reacts favorably when peace talks are scheduled and most unfavorably when they fall apart. Just recently, Putin said peace talks have taken a positive shift and the U.S. market celebrated with a 300-point gain. Then Putin delved further into Ukraine. The stock market fell substantially. We can expect a highly volatile market. Investors have to be prepared for that. It is certainly a good time to pay off debt and build up emergency funds. I-bonds, inflation bonds issued by the U.S. government, we've discussed these in detail in the past. They are worth considering. I suggest a cautious investing approach. But consider the following. Recently, the Dow Jones Industrial Average began a trading day down more than 300 points, a substantial decline. During the same session, the stock of Amazon, the online retailer and cloud computing company, rose more than $300 per share. So the Dow was down $300, and Amazon was up in the same amount on the same day. Why was the market down as a whole so much while one company rose by so much? Amazon had big, much-anticipated news. It announced it was planning a 20-for-one stock split. And the market liked this news. First, what is a stock split? It involves a company whose stock price has risen substantially, so much that average investors would not consider buying it, regardless of its promising prospects. To make the price more attractive, the company lowers the stock price by giving more shares to existing owners. Issuing more shares brings the per share price down. 
It doesn't change the company's fundamental prospects. But as we said, it lowers the stock price, and that typically attracts more investors. Owners of the stock get more shares that have a lower price. So let's talk about the specifics of the Amazon stock split. Amazon was selling for about $2,700 per share. $2,700 for one share. This price scares away many investors, despite Amazon's prospects, and despite the availability of buying a part of a share, also called slices, from some brokers. So Amazon announced a 24 one split. This means that every Amazon owner on the date of the proposed split, June 6th, will end up with 20 shares. They'll end up with 20 shares for every one they own. If you own one share, you'll have 20 after the split. If you own two, you'll have 40, three, 60, and so on. If on the day of the split, one share sold for $2,700, after the split, each share would sell for $135. We determine that number by dividing the price on the day of the split, $2,700, by the number of shares the owners will end up with, 20 and you have the new stock price. So assuming you own one share before the split was worth $2,700, you end up with 20 shares after the split. The usual impact of a stock split is that it causes stock prices to rise since many previously uninterested investors decide to invest. New investors drove the price of Amazon up almost 3% on the day the split was announced. They didn't wait for it to happen. The point is that splits normally drive prices higher. And in this case, it's already happening. Analysts expect that Amazon will be added to the Dow Jones Industrial Average after the split is finalized. Inclusion in the Dow can have a positive impact on the stock. Personally, I like this split, but there is something else to mention. Elected officials from both sides of the political aisle don't like how Amazon has grown and its impact on small businesses. It has caused many small businesses to go out. Personally, I understand that concern. In the past, some large, dominant, and anti-competitive companies have been forced by the government to split up, to divide into pieces. Best example is AT&T. It was forced to split up once, and then it did so again voluntarily. AT&T owners were handsomely rewarded. The point is that Amazon will continue to grow. And if it is forced to break up, shareholders will get shares in each of its companies. History shows that the value of the individual companies is often worth more than the singular company. Remember, Amazon owns the largest cloud computing company in the world. It is certainly worth considering. Another major company dominant in its field recently announced a stock split. Alphabet, the parent of Google, announced that it is splitting its stock also on a 20-for-1 basis. Alphabet CFO Ruth Porat said, the reason for the split is it makes our shares more accessible. We thought it made sense to do so. Splits are designed mainly to bring more retail investors to the company. Alphabet stock was also selling for more than $2,000 per share. And the split would bring the post-split price down to about $145 per share. As we said, these companies, Amazon and Alphabet, are both dominant, highly successful companies. They generate a great deal of cash. They're both innovators, and they have a 
track record. They can be expected to dominate for some time. I would consider investing in these companies if their stock price falters during down market days. To sum up, the world and the stock market have much to be concerned about, but both have survived two world wars and other wars, stock market crashes and a financial crisis, COVID-19 and a variety of other calamities. We will get through this. And as we do, stock market opportunities will arise. Two such opportunities are Amazon and Alphabet. And now they will be priced much more attractively. The way to approach life in general and investing especially in difficult times, is to stay calm, be thoughtful, and purposeful. Thank you for joining us. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.